Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And a pleasant good evening, everyone, and welcome to a special edition of the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Hoss and Bobby Bear. we are live from the Silver Slipper, which makes it a special edition right away. But other than that, it is the Saints Open Week, and this has happened before, and so the Saints are off, technically, so we won't have Saints head coach Dennis Allen or an assistant coach, but we do have Mike Dettelier, we do have Bobby Hebert, and we do have a former Saints head coach, and that is Jim Mora, who Bobby played for and who I know very well and who I saw recently in Arizona, Jim E. Mora, Saints, former Saints coach. Jim, first off, welcome to the show. Well, it's great to be on the show with you guys. Yeah, I wasn't real happy with the game last night. That was a heartbreaker. But uh, other than that, I'm looking forward to talking to you. Now, uh, you know, Coach Moore, how could you be plus two and uh, you don't win the game? I mean, uh, when I saw this, uh, look, because, uh, you know, as of late, the Houdat Nation Saints fan base, you know, uh, basically the past decade, they have uh, 50 wins and four losses when they plus two or better in the turnover margin. And they had won 21 straight games when they were plus two. Well, it just seems like this year, if it can't go wrong, it will go wrong. The Saints are plus two. We're finally getting takeaways. Eh, and we lose the game. Well, I agree with you, Bobby. I've always, I've always felt like the probably the best indicator of whether a team – succeeds in a game or doesn't succeed would be the takeaway giveaway ratio and usually the team that turns it over the most is the the loser that's not always the case but it's a pretty good indicator of, of who won the game plus two that's good uh i i don't know what happened there those last two drives uh it just blew me away because i watched the whole game uh, I thought they were playing well against Tampa. You know, Tampa hasn't had great success this year regarding compared to previous years. But but even then, you know, you know that they're a talented team with a great quarterback and all that kind of stuff playing in Tampa, that they should be maybe uh, more evenly close to, to the uh, – to, to, uh, <clears throat> The Saints, you know, going into those last few minutes, but they weren't. And uh, all of a sudden, Brady got hot. The receivers started making great catches, uh, things like that. And uh, they, they comes down and they lose the ball game. And it, it was a heartbreaker. I mean, I felt it emotionally inside. I can just imagine what those coaches felt like and the players felt like after, you know, walking back into the locker room and on the trip home and the whole thing. It, it, was, it had to be gut-wrenching because – 
you know, it's a game that was really important as far as the the, the, the playoff situation is concerned. Uh, nobody in that division, as you guys know, has won more than they've lost. The Saints were right in the hunt, and had they have won that game last night, I think it would have been even more in the hunt naturally. And uh, it wasn't, and it, they blew a good. They, I don't want to say they blew. They lost a situation to uh, to to you know to to give them some help with with the rest of the season. So Jim, it's a long, Mike Hoss, that's a long answer. <laughs> that's right. We got no, plenty no, of time, no, babe. Yeah, Take yeah, your time. Yeah, We're yeah. all good tonight. Uh, so th- there is two ways to kind of look at that, and that. People today have focused either on the defense in those final two possessions or you look at earlier in the game and so many opportunities where you had to settle for field goals, you punted in Tampa territory, play calling, and and, and we're not going to nitpick about coaching decisions and plays of that nature, but I I am curious as to your thoughts about how this team, like when you watched earlier this year the Rams played, in Tampa. Tampa at the time was three and five, and the Rams dominated the game and should have won, and they stopped Tom Brady in the end zone and got the ball back. All they needed was a first down, and they said, you know what? Not going to do it. Punted back to Tom Brady, took it down. He scored. They won. They ended up winning the next game against Seattle, get to five and five. My, my long-winded question is, it's like you know what's going to happen. Is it more on the offense for not preserving this win and doing things to not give Tom Brady the football, or you've asked your defense to be on the field for 15 minutes running pass plays every time? Well, I don't think you chastise the Saints for losing the ball game. I mean, the offense for losing the ball game. You know, if, if you look at this season, and, and I know this for a fact because I've read the stats and I don't know them particularly you know, offhand right now, but there have been lower scoring games this year in a long time as far as the NFL is concerned. And every week you see team. Now, there's always a couple of games where, you know, they're in the 30s or something like that. But overall, this, the, the games have been very low scoring. Now, here's a low scoring game last night. And, and, and Tampa, a, a, a talented team with a great quarterback, having trouble getting in the end zone or even getting a, keeping a drive alive. And, and, and it, it, finally they come alive and, 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 they, and they get it done at the end. I, I, don't, I don't know why. Does Brady just become a Superman all of a sudden? I, I don't know. I, I know he, he, he's so cool. And, 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 and the, the throws that he made – there in those last two drives were unbelievable. He had great protection. He threw the ball well. And, and, and there were times when the receivers were pretty well covered and, and the dang receiver came up with the ball, which, you know, maybe he shouldn't have. I, 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 the, the Saints were definitely, you know, trying their hardest. There was no letdown on defense. But uh, Brady and, and, and his core of receivers and, and the whole offense just all of a sudden put it all together in a critical time and got the job done. What's the answer to it? I don't know. It happens. The NFL's crazy. Crazy things happen. Some teams win that, that, that shouldn't win. Some teams lose that shouldn't lose. It happens every week. But uh, this was this was a heartbreaker. This was this was a brutal game to watch there at the end. And I and I felt I felt like I said earlier 
you know, I, not totally, but I, I had an idea, the feeling in that locker room and walking off that field with for the players and the coaches after that game, it, it could have been just awful, just awful, brutal. And uh, it probably was. It It's okay. It was. It was. And yeah. so we will come back. We'll talk more with Saints, former Saints head coach Jim Moore. You're listening to the Saints Coaches Show. We are live from the Silver Slipper in Hancock, Mississippi. Mike Austin, Bobby Bear. back after a break on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to the Saints Coaches Show, a special edition. Mike Hoss, Bobby Bear. we're at the Silver Slipper in Hancock, Mississippi. The Saints have started their open week, and we are speaking with former Saints head coach Jim Mora. And, Jim, I just wanted to kind of touch on what you talked about, and that is teams are scoring less. And when you think about this Buccaneer team and kind of what they've been, right, this offensive just powerhouse over the years. So going into last night, their five wins, they were five and six into last night, their five wins, they had not scored more than 21 points at all in their five wins. Now they've scored 17 points. Now they have six wins and have still not scored more and then 21 points. So just to what you said, exactly right, for whatever reason. Now, not everybody can win with 21, but uh, they have. Well, you know, Mike, what is the reason? I don't know the reason. I, I, I'm saying, well, our offense is not particip- you know, playing like they should or, or as successfully or as good as they could, or is our defense is just that much better all of a sudden. I, I don't know the answer. I tried to think about it and watch it and, and decide, but uh, I, it just seems to me like it's harder and harder to get into that end zone, keep a drive going, whatever. Uh, I, I know things have changed in the NFL since when I coached there, and I I know in talking to some coaches that were coaches back there with me or against me and that are you know, maybe still involved with with NFL teams, and and they they tell me that there's a different uh, a way that that teams prepare, uh, the amount of hours they spend, the intensity on the practice field, uh, p- practices with pads and all those kind of things. I I don't know if that that it's different and and really less than and things that I'm talking about really less than when I play uh, coached, and maybe we were to the extreme. Bobby could comment on that, yeah. but uh, but I I don't know if this has any kind of a you know influence on 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 productivity or what's how 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 offenses are doing this year in scoring points. I I don't know the answer to that. I wish I did, but uh, and you know when I watch the games, it doesn't look any less uh, good or effective or, or 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 what you're looking for. Uh, than than it has. I mean, they go in there and they play good. They, I, 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 one thing I noticed is different, and this wouldn't, this would be the re, another reason for the offense to be scoring more points. I think I don't think the tackling is as good as it used to be. I see more missed tackles, guys diving at the the feet or the ankles or the lower part of the body. I don't see people smacking into somebody and getting them down when he's when he's carrying the football. Now again. That should help the offenses, and they should be scoring more points because of that. But I don't know. I, I don't know what the reason is, but uh, 
something's going on where, where offenses just are struggling this year, and and maybe that's going to be a, 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 a something that that's going to continue over over the years for a while. I don't know the the the, the skill level, the quarterbacks, the the running backs, the receivers. I see receivers making fantastic catches in games that that oh you know over over not just one game, but a lot of games. I mean, I would hate to be a defensive back right now covering some of these wide receivers because you can be all over the guy, and the guy's going to come up with the catch. And I see that more often than I've seen in a long time. I don't know, Bobby, you might know more yeah, about this yeah. than I do. Well, but well, it, but it, I just that's what I, I, I see. That. Now, that should help the offenses. That should mean more points are being scored. I don't know. Yeah, uh, the one thing, uh, Coach Warren, that, that I think is cyclical uh, – when you think about it, I can remember you had a board up uh, that if our defense is worth their salt, you hold opponents uh, to 17 points or less, and shame yeah. on our offense if we don't win. And then offensively, uh, we should score 23 points. Uh, and then uh, if our defense is giving up more than 23 points, well, that's the defense's fault. Just having that formula got the double-digit wins. And I'm looking, for instance, at Tampa Bay, for instance. The, the, the Saints, the, the, the Buccaneers were giving up 18 points a game. I mean, uh, they were giving up 18 and a half points a game. The Saints were giving up uh, 23 and a half. But offensively, the Saints were scoring uh, basically 21 points, the Bucks 18. So I think that formula still works. You know, like when you think about it now, under Sean Payton and Drew Brees and Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, I looked at this, and uh, this is going back. Um, well over a dozen years, uh, 16 years to be exact, that when you look at the average, and you know Belichick and Brady and all that, uh, that the top average uh, was like 27.5 to 28 points. So I still think scoring offense with scoring defense comes into play, and I think what you were talking about, it it just comes back. Uh, You know, you might say, oh, well, they're going to have games now because the, rule, the rules are skewed uh, towards uh, towards the offense, so it's going right. to be like 42 to 38 or something. No. These guys are still the best in the world on the defensive side. They get paid to play defense too, so it's not just going to be like a video game of a, where it's a shootout. So that, that's why, to me, I don't have any problem if the game's like 20 to 17 if it's good quality football. Yeah, I don't either. And you know, I look back at our some of our seasons. You know, when I was coaching with with the Saints, and we won some games where we didn't score a lot of points, and it wasn't certainly because of our quarterback, because we had one hell of a quarterback, and I'm talking to him right now. But anyway, Man, we had a really good lost. defense. I mean, we had one of the best defenses in the National Foot, Football League for a few years there. So, you know, but but I, I you know, I, like I said, I've I've talked. Well, I, I don't know. I, I keep I talk to people that feel that, that the way that players conduct their practices and all. But I, I don't know. It, it's the coaches how they conduct their practices and stuff that it, it's it makes. They don't have don't two know. days. I, I really they don't, don't have the answer to it. But well, I, well yeah. Well, Coach Mar, they don't have two days anymore. But the one right. thing I'm telling you what that that you would have hold held, I should say, any player's feet to the fire. What the hell was Mark Ingram doing? Okay, wait. Now, if this is Don Hilliard, Reuben Mays, Arnhead, Craig Hayward, whoever it might be, and then all of a sudden you have a chance to uh, keep the clock moving, 
and you get a first down. What is Ingram running out of bounds for? Yeah. I, I think that. you'd. I think you'd have gave him the business. I, I think yeah. you'd have been like, well, you'd have grabbed him, like, what the hell are you doing? You you can't be going out of bounds. I don't care if you hurt. You can be on one leg. You got to fall forward, land in bounds, right. or get the first down. I mean, I remember that. that. I, I mean, what, what, what in the world was Ingram thinking? Was that a brain fart or what? You know, I'm I'm seeing a difference in Kamara's play recently. I, I don't know if you guys are or not, but he doesn't and look he, he runs out of bounds like the too. guy that I'm used to see. You know, just going, going, going with those runs and really getting smacked around and still on his feet, going for every possible yard he can get. I don't see that recently, so I I don't know what if that's a factor or not. Coach Moore, I, I agree. With, uh, I agree with you. I don't know what they're saving themselves for now. There's so much money involved. They may be playing for the future. They go, ah, well, we're not really going to win anything now. But um, I don't know, Coach Moore. I, I think we have a lot of sometimes because the money that's involved. Maybe we have too many prima donnas. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't either. Know, it's, it's puzzling to me because uh, listen, you are a star player and you are uh, supposed to be a great player. Your great players got to play great. They just can't be good. Right. Stay here. I agree with that. Yep. Stay here uh, with the Saints coaches. Hold on, Coach. We're going to take a break, and we'll come back with you as well. We're going to come back with former Saints coach Jim Moore. You're listening to the Saints Coaches Show here on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Hoss, Bobby A. Bear, Mike Tatillier, as well as we're joined by former Saints head coach Jim Mora joining us and happy to do so. And, Coach, I just wanted to ask you because you, you and I and Bobby have this uh, – we have the ability to go back because we – when I was a young reporter, you were the head coach, Bobby was the quarterback. In lacrosse? All. I mean, in, in the late 80s and early yep, 90s. Yeah, yeah, And it made me think yesterday, and we were talking about, as this Saints team dominated Tampa Bay – but yet it was field goals, right? It wasn't touchdowns. And I thought back to some of those days when it was Joe Montana and Steve Young and you guys were dominating, but maybe it was field goals, right? And it wasn't touchdowns. And as a fan and as a play-by-play guy, you could almost feel it coming, right? You could feel Tom Brady coming. Is that kind of a similar situation when you leave? We've left Joe Montana or Steve Young too much time. Well, the only thing is uh, I got to take up for Coach Moore. Uh, no, I'm not uh, criticizing no, Coach no, Moore. No, 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 but this is a host. Let me tell you. They had a game, the woulda, coulda, shoulda speech. Coach Moore, if you could correct me, uh, was that game like 32 to 30 we lost? I, I know it wasn't like a team's game, and we ended up losing in – you know, if it had been old school bum and he goes, ah, well, we played hard. We're going to get him next week. But you got our attention and said, yeah, we basically we could have won, should have won, but we didn't. Uh, we, we're not very good. Then we won nine games in a row. Sometimes you have to light a fire under your team and not worry about being their friends and, and get along with them. Well, what would your take on that, Coach? 
Well, I don't remember the score. I knew, I knew it was a close game. It was early in the season. Uh, I, I think it was the second year I was the head coach there. And I, I don't know. We just caught fire. But, but Bobby, we had good players, you being certainly one of them. We, and, and it was time for us to start winning. Now, to win, to win nine in a row, I think we did. I, I think that's tough in the NFL for anybody nowadays because of the, of the, you know, teams are pretty darn equal from top to bottom. There are a few that really don't play that well. But, but basically, I mean, every week you've got to be ready to play. I mean, if you're not ready to play, somebody can beat you. I don't care who it is. And, and we, we had – when I got the job there, we had a, it was a pretty good team at that point. Now, I know in previous years they hadn't won, but when I walked, when I started seeing the, our first practices that we had, I'm looking at, at some of you guys. I'm saying, gee, many Christmas. These guys should have been winning some games, you know, maybe more than they have. I was impressed with the team that we inherited. Now, we got better with some of the guys we brought in, free agency, uh, the draft, et cetera. But, uh, <laughs> The fact, and like I say, it's, it's it's hard to win that many games in a row. But our guys were playing good and hard, and you were, and we had we had a good quarterback. You don't win you don't win without a good quarterback, and you were a damn good quarterback for us. Uh, and I just I, I I don't know. We we just you say caught fired. You know I don't know if you're on fire for nine straight weeks. I I I, I don't think that's the what I would say was the reason we won. We won because we practiced hard. We played hard. We were well prepared. We had good players. Yes, we had good players. And that's why we won those games. And some of them were very close. A lot of them weren't high scoring. But we won. And and we did it as a, as a team. Offense, defense, and kicking game. Certainly the kicking game with Morton. But, uh, and you know, I, I blame myself for, for the, our – our, my my history as a as a head coach in the playoffs because I we never won one either in, in New Orleans or with the, the Colts and I think that I worked a team too hard towards the end of the season I always thought well it's working now th- th- through the course of the season let's just keep it up with the intensity of the the practices and everything and I think at times that was wrong and I think we weren't prepared to win in in the in the playoffs, not because we didn't work hard, but maybe we worked too hard, and that was my fault. And uh, I look back on that, and I think that's one of the reasons. So anyway, uh, I we won because we had good players and we coached them up. That that's why we won. I don't, I don't no other reason. That's my opinion. Now uh, you know, Coach Moore, you're talking about look the Saints. Uh, if their defense was maybe uh, the defense in previous seasons, uh, you could win a game. Uh, like 16 to 10. And the reason why I say that against Tampa Bay, look, we had to end up settling for three red zone field goals. We just finished off of one drive with a touchdown. But when you look at what occurred, this is Tom Brady with the Buccaneers versus the Saints. You know, it was was 11 and a half quarters that Tom Brady had six points versus the Saints. Now, Mm. now, 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 think about that. Yeah. Six, uh, remember the game? It was like uh, uh, Bruce Arians kicked a field goal so he wouldn't get shut out. We won 38-0. to zero. Last year we won 9-0. to zero. We're up 16-3. Uh, to three. I'm like thinking, what? Uh, I'm looking at 11 and a half quarters. We've given up like six points against the greatest quarterback of all time. And that's why I was still like, uh, how did we lose this game? 
what, what, what happened because we've had their number. Even Tom Brady has said uh, that we've been the Achilles heel and a thorn in the Tom Brady side. Well, again, I, I disagree with you a little bit, Bobby, and the fact when you say we had their number, whether you thought that or somebody brought that or bought that or whatever, I, I don't think in the NFL you you have a team's number from, from game to game that you're playing. Say you play them twice in a year. I think you beat them because you're a well, more well-prepared team that day or night, and, and you have a better team than they do. That's what wins games. I, I, I don't, I'm not into the have a team's number. I know so maybe, maybe psychologically, and you could tell me this better as a, as a former player, that, that, that how you feel from a confidence standpoint going into a game with, with a particular team. Do you feel like, like you can't beat these guys? No, I don't think a team ever feels that way. I think every team goes into a game with respect for the other team, and, 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 and probably the other team is a better team personnel-wise, et cetera. But I don't think you ever think that you can't pull out a, pull out a dang victory. And and I think every victory, you, you every game, you got to fight for a victory. I mean, you got to fight your tail off for sixty minutes, and and the preparation that goes into that. And uh, it, it's it's a dogfight. The NFL is a dogfight. I know it was when I coached. I don't know if it still is, but yep. yeah, it's still sure is. It, yeah, I'm sure it is too. Yep. I'm sure it is. Well, coach, it's always a pleasure. It was good to see you in Arizona. Always good to see you. Thanks for joining us on the show tonight. Former Saints head coach Jim Moore, everyone. Thanks for being on the show. All right, Coach. Thank you. Anytime. Let's pause 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves here on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Welcome back, Mike Hoss. We are at the Silver Slipper. Mike Hoss and Bobby Aver. When we come back, we will talk with former Saints wide receiver Lance Moore, part of the Super Bowl team. We'll talk about last night, talk about the new wide receiver, Rashid Shaspeed, as I call him. After this break on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 